0: Welcome to the not On Topic Debrief. This is Ben Robinson.
1: Hi, this is John Williams, and uh, we are doing a little follow-up today. I think this may be our first time, eh, Ben? Uh, I
0: honestly couldn't tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I don't even remember when we've actually recorded an episode before. Um, but we are, uh, we're we're going to do a little, uh, little show on the Matrix Resurrections, and joining us from our matrix episode is none other than craig Perales. hey guys how are you
2: man thanks for having me back i'm super excited about this episode
1: yeah yeah th- this is uh this is fun you know when ben and i were recording our our off topic debrief just the other night it hit me like like right at the end i was like holy shit like why why aren't we talking to craig about this like okay we got to get him to call in and leave a review uh On our voicemail line or something. And then I got a text message from you saying, like, so when are we doing the uh, the Matrix thing? We're like, all right. Yeah. Get it out of that off-topic debrief. I
2: literally was thinking about it, like, for like as soon as the trailer started coming out, I'm like, dude, I got to get a hold of these guys again and just see if they want to even do it and see if it's something we can make possible. And then, like, time just kept slipping. And I was like, no, I'll get them next week. I'll I'll call them again. And then it finally was out. And I'm like, oh, dude, I got to I got to just text them and just see if they if it's something they want to do, because, yeah, if I wait too long, you guys might already talk about it.
0: Yeah, which worked out you know, great because john just watched it like last week <laughs> it took him a while yeah to get it took me a while it, so. to see it <laughs> i rewatched
2: it again um last night so just to make sure it was still kind of fresh in my head so
1: i thought about that and didn't <laughs> you did more research than me i decided to to look up a, a few reviews just to refresh my uh my brain on it yeah definitely <laughs> tried taking some notes we'll see
0: yeah so I, i'm kind of hoping craig that uh that you loved this movie because I'd really like somebody to explain to me or you know to tell me, yep, this needed to be made and and we're all better for it because uh, yeah, this is, is why
1: me- it's great. I think <laughs> I'm so. not sure I that's think what I walked away. From. I
2: like it probably a little more than most people do, and that I guess may be the edge that you might need to hear <laughs> that, it, that it's okay. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of unnecessaryness in this movie, just in general, just the, I mean, the general concept, but, uh, I don't know. I think, I, I think it's got, it's getting shit on pretty hard and I don't know if it needs all those beatings that it's taking right now, but I mean, yeah. we'll see. I mean, when we dive into it, we'll kind of pick that apart, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, it's interesting. Cause like when I, when I was watching it, I started off and I was, I was just like, you know what, this is, this is not that bad. And I wasn't sure if just my expectations were low because what I've heard, but I, I, w- I was enjoying it, and then you know, as it as it went on, like I I just slowly like my opinion of it just degraded. Like it it was a bummer because I I was I was really excited when I saw the trailers. You know, I, I was really looking forward to, you know, kind of a meta take on Matrix, which this really yeah. was. It definitely got um,
0: a meta take on the Matrix.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, was, just, I of- was hoping
1: for something. I was hoping for something a little bit deeper and not so much just a retread
2: yeah it's weird because I had, I had a bunch of friends hit me up and one like two main people that i pretty trust on their ju- judgments and one of them was like dude you're gonna love this movie it's awesome and the other person's like i know you and you're gonna hate this movie and i was like okay well <laughs> let's, see, let's see kind of what that, what that kind of comes together and um when i was watching it i mean i think it's interesting because a lot of people are kind of i mean are we jumping into heavy spoilers right off the bat here yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're not okay. worried. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This. So. Yeah.
1: So spoiler warning to all the listeners. Duh. duh. Yeah. So it's the
2: biggest kind of co- problem that I think a lot of people were having was when the Matrix ends, people are dead. Neo's dead. Trinity's dead. So when everyone sees this new one, the whole question was, OK, well, what is this movie going to be? A. And how are they going to answer all these questions? Because That's the biggest kind of weight that this movie had on its shoulders. Yeah. Is, OK, you got a lot of questions to answer. If you're trying to make another four with Neo, with Trinity, where's Morpheus? What's going on with Agent Smith? Because the whole time when you're hearing these interviews, certain characters aren't going to be in this movie, even though, or certain actors, even though the character they're portraying is in the movie. So when I started watching it, I I thought it was an extremely interesting opening. I thought the opening was really kind of cool. You start seeing this different version of Trinity fighting and they're kind of watching her in this modal that they've called it. You see Morpheus step out and he's kind of like Agent Smith and things like that. So I think it had a really intriguing opening, but I, I'm kind of with you guys. As soon as the movie kind of hit the, you know, the metaverse kind of situation, I think that's where a lot of people instantly just detach from this movie. And we're just like, like, this is where you're going to go with it. And then as much as I think I kind of liked the third act more than most, it's easily where just the whole movie just kind of started dipping down. And unfortunately that's not what anybody wanted it answered some of the questions you know we can get into that about like what happened with morpheus and what they did with smith but i don't think it did it in the way that anybody wanted i mean they were fucked either way like nobody this movie yeah. wasn't going to get a yeah. good review one way or the other if it if you know if it helped out all these guys or
1: you know answer all the questions for these guys it was shooting itself in the foot just by being made i really liked it in the beginning how it was it was doing a shot for shot more or less or i mean Close enough to a shot for shot remake of the original Trinity scene from the first one. And I was really enjoying that. I was like, "Okay, that's clearly not Carrie Ann Moss. And, you know, so we are clearly in the world of the Matrix. Like I I was in I was intrigued. But I mean, just by the very nature of the scene itself, you're like, oh, this is not going to go well. Like, I don't recognize this actor and it's definitely not Carrie Ann Moss. So shit's going to go south.
0: I think this this movie was pretty heavily weighted down by having to answer all those questions. I think a good third of this movie is trying to answer all the questions people have, like, why aren't they dead? What's going on? Why doesn't he remember the Matrix? It's trying to justify its own existence for a third of it, and then it's trying to explain to you what's going on in this new universe for the other third of it, and then it's just kind of confused for the last third of it. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair way to say it.
1: I don't I don't know if anyone remembers, but like I, I've always had a problem remembering whether or not I had seen the third matrix like all the <laughs> way through. And every time I see it, I I get to the end and I'm like, okay, I know I've seen this before. Guess what? Going into resurrections I didn't even know that Neo and Trinity were dead. <laughs> I <had> completely <laughs> forgot that. Yeah,
2: well, I mean, the premise that they had too was like, because I can a lot of what they were trying to do, I can buy. So when they, when they were kind of setting up, they're like, "Hey, we're gonna make this new Matrix." Okay, I get it. That's the names the name of the movie's Matrix. Now that Neo and Trinity are still gonna be alive, okay. Well, here's how they did it. Okay, they rebuilt them because they knew that they needed that bond to work. Okay, I'll I'll jump off with that premise. It's just like what you were saying earlier. The movie's the longest one out of out of all of them. And yet it just yeah. seemed like they didn't know what to do with that time in a meaningful way. It just seemed like the first act was trying to reinvent what you knew and retcon all this stuff about the Matrix. And it just seemed like it was too much doing that. Like, you, you didn't need to do that. We all know what Matrix is. It was too much of this nostalgia base. Let's show these clips. And then the second act is like, OK, let's get him back into figuring out now that he's in here, what he's going to do with a movie that sits at, what, like two and a half hours plus, like, I thought they just lost a lot of the character development in the original three. Like I love, you know, you get it like mouse and you get tank and you get cypher besides bugs. I can't tell you anybody on that ship. I can't tell you any other character that was in that movie besides Naomi, Neo, Trinity and Morpheus. Like they didn't do anything explaining anyone's background and you can't have a two and a half hour movie called the matrix and all, all you're basing it off is the characters from the original trilogy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I would call them. Gorgeous Latin star, uh, turbo fan, white guy, Ooh. and dude that pops up virtually in the Matrix somehow and, and talks to Bugs.
2: Uh, dude, in that line that Bugs does, I, and I hated it. When they pull him out of the Matrix and she's, they're, he's on the table and they're getting back together, and she goes, oh, what's up, Doc? I was like, no, you oh, did not shit. just do a Bugs Bunny line. <laughs> that drove me insane. This is the far future. Yeah. You don't even know who
0: Bugs Bunny is. <laughs> I hated it so much. That part I, it was like
2: cringe for me, but... I didn't give a shit about anyone on that crew at right, all. Right, no, no attack. Gave... And if it wasn't for Bugs, if it wasn't for the actress being as good as she was, Bugs would have been completely lost too. What we? All we knew about is yeah. she's a rebel pirate, a pilot. It's like, okay, that's
0: it. When she got grounded, she could have never popped up again. And honestly, it wouldn't have mattered to me. It really wouldn't have. <laughs> the movie overall felt like it didn't have any stakes. It didn't feel... Like anyone was in any real danger, they're obviously able to resurrect people from the dead. So even death
2: outside the matrix doesn't
0: really mean anything anymore.
2: Yeah, the, them trying to bring Neo back in and like it's like okay, like well, and then because once he got out, then they then all the agents started like trying to shoot him again. It's like well, you know the um not the architect. What is he in this one? The, the analyst. analyst. The analyst. The analyst was like, well, he needs them. So it's like, why are you trying to kill him within the Matrix? Yeah, so it's like, I'm not sure what you guys are actually trying to do outside of just keep the Matrix alive with this bond that's running off of this energy that are between these two people that you had to remake. So yeah, I didn't get any of the stakes at all because it seemed like everybody that was in Zion, which is now Io or whatever it was called, seems to be doing okay. Yeah, exactly. And it seemed like they really needed Neo and Trinity
0: because they're like the main power source now when they're going into rescue trinity they're like well if we if they catch us they're just gonna you know grind her up like are they are they are they really because you guys seem really <laughs> important
2: what was the whole point of even pulling him out yeah I, he wasn't I, any danger it wasn't like they're like oh we need neo to finish this goal there was no goal it was just okay we know he's in there let's just go find him to get him back just for the sake of getting him back and i'm like well you know, yeah they, they needed that xbox
1: <laughs> achievement <laughs> yeah 100 yeah. points <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was just sloppy. It was sloppy writing. And you could just tell that now that it's just uh, Lana Wachowski doing it, that it it just seemed like it was too much in my mind, too much for her. Because I know on this one, I think she was trying to write the whole thing with the two of the writers. I believe she was directing every scene in this movie. And I mean, his experience like is not
1: even using ADs or anything.
2: Yeah, well, even as experienced as she is, you could just see that it's it just kind of fell flat. Like, I mean, I think there was assistance. But what I was reading is that she is behind the camera for every scene of this movie. And I mean, you can just, you can see that that's why the acts just feel completely different from each other. There's no like smooth wow. narrative tale being told here. And it feels like almost, it could have been three different sections of three different movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of a hodgepodge. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's ironic that, you know, in, in the movie, when they're talking about, um, or I guess inside the matrix, when they're talking about making the, the fourth part, the studio is going to do it with or without them. So they need to do it. And then they're, they're making all that commentary on cash grabs and everything. And like, it really wasn't that far off of that. Like, I think if you're going to make claims like that, I think we were talking about this before, Ben, like you better deliver, like you better do something different. Don't just do exactly what it is uh, that, that you're making fun of. But I mean, to be honest, like I really was a fan of the idea that, that, you know, when, when you come into the movie after that, that first scene, and you're with Neo, and he's a uh, he's a video game programmer, and he created this series called The Matrix that made shit tons of money and was was revolutionary. I thought that was really clever. I really really liked that idea because then it it allows the existence of the Matrix and people's awareness of it to actually be a thing. It seemed like they started the movie wanting to do the psychological, uh, not thriller, but you know, a more psychological movie where it's like, is he crazy? Or is he not? And that was what I wanted to see more than anything in the world. And like, I was really enjoying it. But it, all of a sudden, they just they just hit you with, oh, no, it's it's just yeah, the Matrix. No, it's,
0: it's real. I was really hoping going into this movie that it would end with with you thinking that the Matrix probably wasn't real and it was all his delusion the whole time. That could be a new cool story. You wouldn't have to justify shit about why he's alive because the whole fucking thing was a delusion anyway. And you could ask some really interesting philosophical questions, but different ones than you did in the first movie. But instead they they went all... uh, They went deeper down the rabbit hole? Yeah, uh, uh, they, no they just went back into the same rabbit hole
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: well <laughs> they didn't go any, that's the thing though i think everybody
2: was thinking because the trailers were excellent like the marketing behind this yeah. thing like looked yeah. really oh, cool 100 everybody was dying yeah. to get back into the matrix world but i mean like i said i don't think anyone was get, not everyone was going to win everybody had a, a different idea of how they thought it should have went or how it was good to go or how they could have went and at the end of the day we got what we got and i think i'm with you where it's like i you know i I liked it, but it's like I don't even know if this movie was really necessary.
0: I fervently believe that it was not. So, a couple things. First, on the trailer, the trailer got me stoked. Because, like even with the the whole Lewis Carroll Alice in Wonderland that motif dope, they were yeah. going with.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, with like the the Jefferson uh, airplane. Yeah,
0: that the whole the whole drive of that story is. Uh, that it may or may not have happened. It all might, it was all a dream that she, that Alice had, like none of that was real. And so I was like, oh cool. Like they're really going to go into this, this, is it real? Is it not unreliable narrator thing? And do something new and interesting with the matrix. And, uh, like what, 20 minutes into the movie. They're like, nah, here's a red pill.
2: Yeah. That's no, it's That's just, just for the commercial. It's just for the trailer.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah and, and, You know, like in the first movie, they they used that that whole, uh, you know, chasing the rabbit motif really effectively as as just a little quick metaphor, just like an easy, cool metaphor. But in this one, like they really had the opportunity to go to go big with it and to to really, you know, give you some questions. All of a sudden, people are breaking in and then and then his uh, his asshole partner, like picks up a gun. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, I'm Agent Smith now. And you're like, wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that was a weird twist. (laughs) Yeah, it was, that was, that was a bit, that was a bit tough for me. You know, it's like, I, I loved that initial yell, you know? And, and like, but, but after that, like he, he just became like, he was, he was just a, a big nothing burger. Like he wasn't menacing at all. He, and he kept calling him, he kept calling him like Tom, no, I hated Tommy. I, and yeah, it's like, I was like, no, it's, like, no, it's, it's, it's Mr. <laughs> fucking Anderson. Oh yeah. Mr.
2: Anderson. Yeah. Yeah.
0: you don't say Tom. Yeah. That was yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, biggest letdown of that is that Agent Smith is probably, like, one of my, like, top 10 villains of all time. I, I absolutely adore Hugo Weaving's Agent Smith. It is just Damn. phenomenal. He is, he, he's just solid. He evolves through the series. He's just a sinister motherfucker. He's dangerous and threatening every time you see him on screen. This guy had fucking none of that. He didn't have Hugo Weaving's screen presence. He didn't even try and talk like Agent Smith. He and he presented zero threat at pretty much any point in this whole movie. Like he's there, he goes into like has a you know a a little fight at one point uh, for no reason, and then it just ends. And then he shows up in the end and
2: like kind of helps, and then just fucks off. It didn't pay off at all. I wasn't sure with that because so in the beginning he tries to then kill him, and he because they bring back. Um, I always forget his name, I, the Merv, the, the Frenchman, and he, all the exile yeah, the programs, which were just yeah. completely like a wasted scene, like they didn't go anywhere with it, so it's like, okay, at this point now he's trying to kill Neo, and then later on, he's the only one that can get past the other dude's bullet time, and now he's helping them, so I'm like, okay, well, what, what's your actual outcome? What do you need to do here? Are you trying to kill him, or are you not trying to kill him? Because now you're com- you're conflicting yourself, like, what what are you trying to show us? What, do you, what does your character need to do? Because, yeah, I'm with you. The original Agent Smith, man, he walks down and he walks into that playground and just that slow walk with the shades on. It's like, dude, this dude's fearsome. This guy was like, and I hate using like a frat boy term, but, you know, he was just like this frat dude with these piercing blue eyes. And I'm like, dude, you're kind of a joke. He was just a douchebag.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And and the, the weird thing is like, narratively, they didn't need to bring Smith back. Smith had been destroyed. There was no reason they needed to have him and they didn't bring the character of agent smith back
1: it didn't need to be there at all there was no yeah like if you're you're not going to bring hugo weaving back then just leave smith behind why would they
0: reboot the matrix and put smith back into it the whole reason neo died was to get rid of smith because even the machines didn't want him he was a rogue program also how'd the merovingian get back in here like, how bad are they at purging their system that all of these assholes are still just hanging around? <laughs> what is going on? Do-
1: Doogie's not as smart as, uh, as he thinks.
2: <laughs> Fuck. And one, why are they getting like old and like hobo status looking? If the Matrix got redone <laughs> after that, like, they should, they're just programs. Like, these guys look like they've been like living on the streets of like back alley networks. And it's like, I, I just didn't get any of what that was trying to like. Get across i mean i understand it if you're watching it like on the film you're like okay they're they're the old exile programs but it's like okay but it still doesn't really make any sense
1: yeah it doesn't make in-world sense yeah.
0: it was just to throw in a bunch more meta jokes that was all it was wow. like he's in there yelling stuff about you know sequels and cash grabs and coming like it's just more meta narrative and on the meta thing like i thought the meta stuff was a bit heavy handed but i was thinking about it and i haven't heard anything to corroborate this but I, I think the, the thing that would make me respect this movie more, though not enjoy it anymore, would be if it came out that, uh, that this was, uh, you know, just a big $190 million middle finger to Warner Brothers by Lana Wachowski, where they're, they're like, we're going to make this movie with or without you. And she was like, all right, fucking strap in, motherfuckers. I'm going to hand you the biggest, most nonsensical <laughs> pile of shit failure movie.
2: I just think if if you were her and you were trying to if you're trying to just kind of double down on what the Matrix like what captivated people originally I, I mean I don't know how you guys feel but I thought those almost every one of those action scenes were completely laughable if you compare it to oh, any terrible. of the other Matrix scenes cuz I I was reading that um the original co- uh, fight choreographer uh Yu uh Yuan Wu Ping like he's not in this one at all and I think you can easily show it because the original Matrix you know trilogy had huge action scenes and that's what everybody copied everybody mimicked there's like what two decent fight scenes and it just looks like slow men moving around blocking punches like just telegraphed as shit so i just the part that i like most about the matrix is the action and if you can't deliver on the action and then you give me kind of a a story that no one can follow then i you're not captivating on anything that Matrix had. At least on the original ones, it was like this cool philosophical story that leaves you answering questions, and this badass fight scenes that you get to like, you know, mimic with your friends. If you don't have either of that, then what am I watching? And why, why am I why am I sticking around for two and a half
1: hours? Yeah, I've I've got like two ideas that bothered me when it comes to the fight scenes there. A, with Keanu Reeves, they, you know, he decided to well, I don't know who decided, but he, he didn't go into training to do, to do any like super hand to hand combat like he did in the, in the original trilogy. And instead they gave him like that force yeah. push and, thing and that he, he, that he just uses it. over and over again. It's, it's a cool idea, but like after a while, it's a little tired. And then also like when you juxtapose the uh the scene that's in that like uh like the warehouse, like the dock warehouse, I think. Uh, yeah. where with the Merovingian and all of all of the uh the extra homeless programs that are coming in and fighting the whole team, like you juxtapose that against the original fight with Neo against the Merovingians uh hordes in um the second yeah. one. And it's it's like night and day. That the the one the one in uh in what the fuck was the second one called? Why can't I it? Reloaded. Reloaded, thank you. Um, like, it's gorgeous, and everything is planted. Like, every every bit and piece is moving and serving a purpose through that entire fight, and it is fucking beautiful. But in this one, it's just a mishmash of little vignettes of people punching each other that don't have any sort of cohesiveness or, or any... Um, fluidity. It's very just... Yes.
0: It's just very... Blocky and it, you know it's just it's got no soul. There's no soul to the fights whatsoever. And there was at least twice where I could tell it was a thrown punch, and you could like see the the space between face and fist. And it's yeah, like, I, was come on, some, I was
2: seeing some still images that people were pulling up, and I was like, "Damn, dude, that is that's pretty bad." And even if, like you bring it back to Reloaded, that fight scene, that fight scene had badass music behind it. Like and it's a long like four or five minute fight with some awesome music and great great choreography. None of the music in the, in that last one was memorable. And yeah, those fight scenes were just quick, just you know, blurry pan cameras moving around. And we're like, what did I see? Like, I didn't see any anything good. So I don't know. I I thought that was a bit like if the story wasn't that good, you at least could have redeemed it with some like high quality action. Yeah, and the exactly. fact that it's it's like you dropped Matrix. the ball on that too, then it's like, well, now where you where you gonna go? Because I don't see this warranting a fifth movie by any means. Oh, God, no. I, yeah. Uh,
1: I'd be Yeah, so- it sounds like that is not in the cards whatsoever.
2: Yeah, did you guys see how bad it bombed in the uh, in the box office? Did you read any of the numbers?
1: I didn't read the numbers. You know, I, I'm, I'm having such a problem with numbers games these days, especially with HBO movies when they do day and date with HBO Max, because like that, that completely just destroys the box office numbers. You know, if Spider-Man Far From Home did day and date on Disney Plus, like even their premium one, like... I mean, granted, they'd be able to add the the premium cost in somewhere and you know sort of figure that out, but uh, it would destroy the box office. Like, it would not be breaking records at all, and I think they knew that too. But, but I mean, I also would have seen Spider Man Far From Home by now if uh, if it was day yeah, and it, date. It, but yeah,
2: HBO Max made, is making a bad decision. The day and date concept doesn't work. If it not, if you're trying to make no. money
1: on the movie, you don't do it yeah. day and date. Like, yeah, box office is not is not a valid measurement with with day and date it's a real shame because maybe even in pandemic you know if if it wasn't day and date like it would have had at least a good opening weekend like people people still want to see matrix
0: it was also going toe to toe with spider-man which is
2: that's a fucking tough hill to climb
0: right now
1: yeah
2: because i think they the opening weekend was like it was like 12 million or something like that and then but they did a couple Arf. they did a couple extra days like with they instead of being launched on like late thursday friday they did a Wednesday and, like, early Thursday showing. So I think the number came out to being, like, 20, 22.5 mil or something like that. And, but then, so the one that caught my, like, this is why I wanted to compare it to it, because if you compare it to the Mortal Kombat movie that went to theaters and did day and date, the Mortal Kombat movie made, like, 28 million. So the Mortal Kombat movie that came (laughs) out day and date made more than a movie that has the iconic Matrix name attached to it. And I think this kind of shows that even like the hardcore movie audience is just, I don't want to say fatigued with Matrix, cause, but it's just too little, too late to try to revive that, you know, even though the name says resurrections. So I think, I think more, yeah, I, mean, I think that audience is just dead, man. I think it's just time to either, I mean, I don't know how you guys would think it would be any better. I mean, I, everyone keeps saying you you just need new directors. It's the same thing. It's why Marvel, it's why the MCU is so successful. Every, you know, couple movies, it's new directors doing new life into this thing. And I think at this point, if they did want to keep going with the matrix, you know, more movies, then you got to get somebody else telling the story. It's time to that for them to step down. And, you know, the whole meta was, well, we're going to do it with or without you and she wants to step in and do it. But, we just saw what happens when you continue to do it and you just pretty much drove it, you know,
1: drove that nail even further down, even as bad as what three already did to it. I think you're right. But, but well, I think it, I think it might be like opposite of of, you know, fatigue. Like, it's, it's not that that we've got gotten too much Matrix. It's just that Matrix is is not an ongoing concept. You know, like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe audiences really didn't want to see this. It's just people our age who, you know, it was revolutionary for us when we were younger. So we're like, of course we want to see it, but maybe these kids who, you know, I mean, there are adult, adult human beings now that didn't see matrix in their childhood. So like, maybe they're just like, why the fuck are you doing this? Like maybe it could have been the same thing with like blade runner 2049, where like hardcore fans are just like, fuck yeah. Like this, I'm so glad to be back in this world. This movie's beautiful, but everyone else who, you know, who's going to be going to theaters and droves, they're just like, why? Like, I don't, I don't care. This is guaranteed to have been somebody's first Matrix
0: movie. Yeah. What a fucking bummer that is. It'd <laughs> be a weird one to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so... one to start with. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> well, I could see them not being really into this franchise. But when this was first announced, my initial opinion was, who the fuck needs that? How are they going to do that? I don't care. Uh, but uh, then they
2: sold me. with The, the trailer got me, got me hyped for it. It worked. No, the trailers were excellent. The trailers were fantastic, man, and I, that's just why. That's just why everyone had a smile back on their face and love in their heart, man. When I when you see those trailers, you're like, dude, hell yeah, Neo's back. Because I mean, Keanu Reeves, man, is like he's like a Hollywood, Hollywood darling right now. Like he's so he's such on like this up and coming, you know, re uh, rebirth of his career. And I don't think this movie's gonna hurt that at all. Even though the movie didn't do well, but I mean, he's still it wasn't his fault. He's still moving on up, man. And I thought he was great in the movie. He, he felt just like he was Tom Anderson again. It felt like he didn't miss a beat. Just longer hair. Just John Wick hair.
0: Yeah. Well, and he did a good job. I don't think the movie was bad because of him at all. Like, he was yeah, probably means, one, of, one of the saving graces. Also, like, super nice dude. I hear he like he donated pretty much all the money he made to it. To like the like he I think he gave a bunch of the crew members like a you know million bucks and like (laughs) like new watches and shit like he was just a super cool dude about the whole thing. I can only imagine that if he had said no, this movie wouldn't have been made.
2: But see, that's where I'm. That's where I'm conflicted because I think. I don't know if you needed to make Matrix Four with Neo and Trinity, like the whole. When they oh, started, I agree. When they started getting into like the whole digital sentience and the fact that the the machines were having a civil war against themselves, and that Zion's now turning into Io, it's like, dude, that's a cool story. That would have yeah. been really cool to see. Let me see what actually happens in the you know outside of the Matrix in their real world, and then you can kind of touch on now what do we have to do on the inside. Like, I don't know if you needed Keanu Reeves at all because clearly. He wasn't a box office straw. I mean, putting his name on the poster didn't make any more people go and see that movie that weren't going to see it anyway. So I think with or without him, you put Matrix on it, the same amount of people would have went to go see it. It's just, what story were you going to tell? Because the one we got was the one that had all the questions. Well, why are they back? Well, where's Agent Smith? Where's Mm -hmm. Morpheus? If you just would have went down a different path and you could have eliminated all that debate. You could have eliminated all that hate that would have came your way because you, you didn't answer the question right, going, hey, let's just tell this story. And on paper, that sounds like a really cool story to tell. I don't know why they just didn't focus more on that.
0: Well, because the studios want a known quantity. And like I said, I think that that would have been the right move, right. but I don't think Warner Brothers would have done it. Uh, Warner Brothers is not known for making the right move.
1: Fucking Warner Brothers. <laughs> and to be honest, if there was a new Matrix movie announced and it was going to go into, you know, all the backstory or, or into a different story with you Know Zion and the robots and all that shit, and Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss weren't in there. I'll be the first one to say I wouldn't be interested, really. I don't have that kind of love for the world. What really got me excited was Keanu Reeves coming back. Like, I, I would love to have seen Lawrence Fishburne, you know, he could have been there with Niobe in uh, in IO, but and that, that I can't remember the name of the dude that's that's playing the new quote unquote Morpheus, but I, I just I. Didn't buy him yeah. in the role. Uh, yeah. I, didn't I, I, dig I hate it. that opening line. I was just like, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. It was tough, but but I mean, yeah. I, in all honesty, if Keanu Reeves wasn't involved, I I would say like, why are we going back to the Matrix?
2: I wonder if they could have done it like like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter's done, and now here's the Fantastic Beast. I wonder if they could have been like, here that was the Matrix. Now let's do something else in the Matrix world. I wonder if that would have had any kind of impact, or if they could have done like some small cameos with a Morpheus voiceover or something like that. And then that was kind of like the subtle transition. Be like, Matrix one through three is that story. Here's another one yeah. in the timeline, but yeah, I'm with you. I was begging to see yeah. you go weaving. I was begging to see Lawrence yes. Yeah. And the fact that they went in there, I mean, the Carrie on Moss and, and, and Keanu Reeves is literally what made me see it. I mean, I would have seen it eventually, but that
1: was the icing on the cake being like, Oh, they're, they're back. I remember hearing year, you know, pro- probably a few years ago now that, Probably Michael B. Jordan because he he's you know the the hot name for for that sort of role. I remember hearing all sorts of, uh, of talk about there being like a Matrix prequel, like a young Morpheus movie, and like I don't know if I would need to see that because the the crux of the Matrix story was the one and Neo and you know the powers and everything. Like I don't I don't know how much I would need to see a young Morpheus story, but it, but at least you know. It, yeah, I don't know. Oh, but I wonder if it would have been better just I don't like know if I a, like have seen like
2: an HBO either. show or something like that. Like the uh, I mean, you just call it Zion. I mean, Zion alone would yeah. carry some weight. I mean, if you name a TV show Zion and then we, we see that kind of battle, it, but I'm with you though. Yeah, without without that original star power that they had, it it just lost something magical. And I mean, we and we can clearly see the results of this movie when you don't do it with them.
0: That old lady Niobe makeup, dude, that uh, was brutal. <laughs> was, uh, did not do. Her any favorite like she couldn't emote at all like I, it was so stiff on it her was, face yeah. like she was just a that it, was bad I don't was so, know who's doing
2: makeup or wardrobe oh, yeah. but I mean she, because Jada Pinkett's a good actress I, yeah. I I bought what she was saying but that looked like she was wearing like a crib keeper outfit like nothing about that was like <laughs> yeah. that was uh, uh, that was stiff it was uh it, yeah and then they showed the and then they showed the old version of her when she was young and you're like yeah yeah that's bad did she have like a was, she, was it me or did she was she blinded one eye. Did she have a milky so, eye? Yeah, yeah, she had one frosted eye. <laughs> they added yeah. a milky
1: eye to her. You know, it, it looked like she was not only old, but that she had gotten a lot of plastic surgery. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, touching on what you said, Craig, like, now that I think about it, if they came up with with an interesting new angle and had a good cast and a good story, a Matrix series wouldn't wouldn't be that bad. I think I would be more likely to see a Matrix series with with some talent behind it, rather than you know a matrix movie that didn't have Keanu Reeves and, and Carrie-Anne Moss.
0: Well and, and it could focus on like the aftermath of the final movie, you know? I mean the machine war is over. They're going to like there's some sort of machine civil war going on and they're trying to rebuild whatever human you know human civilization is. Even if you didn't go back into the matrix, there there are bound to be some interesting stories there. Yeah, Um, well,
2: and it's it's HBO making it, you know what I mean? It's not a small network. I mean, it's going to be something that has the power to deliver you Game of Thrones. So, I mean, they're going to have a budget behind it to make something that needs to even if you do go go back into the Matrix, you can have these almost two separate casts of characters, one that runs the, you know, the political side of Zion, and then one that has to do whatever they do in the new Matrix that that lives in a world without the one in it. I don't know. I mean, we're spitballing here, but I mean, there's just... Well,
0: they they got to the go, go stop President Cipher's evil schemes inside
2: the Matrix. <laughs> so was, was there anything out of this thing you guys like, 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 because we're kind of beating on it. Was there anything that was like, you know, this was a really because No, fuck this flick. When I mean, at the end of the day, when when uh, Neo and Trinity finally, like, gave that touch, man, I was smiling ear to ear. And I was just like, oh, dude, yes. Like, this is finally what I've been wanting to see. Did they execute it, you know, correctly? Maybe not. But I mean, that was a happy moment for me.
0: Honestly, I I did enjoy the little bit of world building that we got. Like, I I liked the idea of what happened after the movie with, you know, machines going to war against each other, humanity kind of joining up with some of the machines and having so that, the, you know, it's not, you know, machine g- bad, human good. It was a bit of a mix there's presumably people that decide to stick in the matrix because they you know like cypher were like why the fuck would i go do this barefoot rave bullshit when i could uh, be eating steak <laughs> yeah and i think how they built upon what happened afterwards was really interesting it didn't pay off at all but i i really liked those concepts
2: yeah, I thought the movie had potential. Just kind of at the end of the day, I mean, again, I mean, I don't know where you put it between two and three because I think that's where a lot of people are, or you know, are trying to figure out this: is this movie, is it like, is it like Pirates of the Caribbean? Is one the standout special movie, and it all kind of just goes down here in, in chronological order, two, three, four, or did four pass three for you? Because for me, I think it still goes one. Because after rewatching it, like when we did the last show together, and I we rewatched one, two, and three, or at least I know I did. Uh I was I had no respect for 2 and 3. So even though I do like 4, I still think it's the bottom of the totem pole between the four of the movies.
1: Yeah, I mean, as far as the the good of of part 4, like I I really again, I I enjoyed the way they set the movie up. I thought until they actually said to you, no the matrix is real, this is all bullshit and we're going to go, you know, we're going to unplug you again. I was really in I was really interested. Like I was very much enjoying the movie. It was it just it deflated me entirely once once they let that whole concept go. But as far as ranking goes, like I it's tough to say because I don't I can't remember 3 well enough to to put this above it. I think I would probably put this above 3 just because it's so forgettable to me, but I'm 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 sorry, 3 is forgettable. No, right, I got you. But I I'm also in a strange camp where I I think I enjoy reloaded more than the original. <laughs> I love like, reloaded. I, I I really like Reloaded a whole lot. I really, really love being able to see him just unleash with his powers. Like that, that's what I wanted to see. I was it was such a you know, like the, the first one's really, really great, but you know, that just that tease at the end when he flies off. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, I want to see a flying person like for the entire movie. And that's what I got in the second one. Yeah, Certainly nothing- didn't get it in this new one. And that freeway scene, yeah. Number two was cool because it showed it showed
2: just how dire shit was in the Matrix and in Zion. So you finally got to see both sides of it, and it was like, okay, cool. Now, which one? Which one do I want to see more of? The Matrix. That's what the Matrix. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I I I don't need more Zion in my life. That was one of my big problems with three. Uh, Ranking wise, I I think I'd still put them chronological. As weak of a showing as three is, uh, it at least finishes the narrative. Uh, and has and has you know it it adds to the overall story of the Matrix, whereas the the fourth one just doesn't. It's not necessary. Nothing that happened in it has any real consequence. It kind of ends at the same place that the first one ended, except the the world wasn't in that place. Like they go back in and you know they show the Matrix who's boss, and then they fly off into the sunset again. But it's like, well, the people already have a nice sanctuary place. Like the machines aren't fucking with them. The humanity's not at risk. You didn't save anything
2: well, at I the end of this movie. What I'm not getting <laughs> is the whole Matrix is built on them being separate but close. Wasn't the whole thing supposed to implode once they were in like kinetic touch I I constantly? Mean, so I don't. So now that they're, so what's holding this Matrix together anymore? Now that they're together, flying around as the two. Oh, and presumably
0: there's still a bunch of people that are in the Matrix. I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't, it didn't add to the story at all. Uh, it had no stakes. Like, did anyone die in this
2: movie? No, they saved everybody. She went, remember Bugs goes back in? Because I thought they were going to get ripped apart from the the new yeah. uh, bots that they had with swarm mode in that yeah, truck. The and swarm. then Bugs jumps back in there. To, and, and for some odd reason, her and Morpheus with four guns are able to clock out 150 people. Around this fucking SUV or whatever they were in, and save every character that I still cannot remember any of their names. So it's like yeah. you didn't even have cannon fodder for like the good guys to like lose exactly. a couple people and take a beat. Like they lost nothing in this besides Trinity's fake family. Yeah, show that there's some freaking stakes here for Christ's sake. Or I would have liked to have Sati. That um, I I think she was an Indian, the little girl from like number two or three yeah. who who gets her out like. Something along those lines. If some, when she did that, she got like corrupted with the virus. Like, yeah, nobody, nobody suffered anything in this movie. So that was kind of another. And I, I didn't really think about that until you just brought that up. I'm like, wait, did no. they did they take any hit in this movie at all?
1: Nothing. I don't think so. It was. It had. It, they got some bloody noses. <laughs> yeah. Z- zero I, I, I do got to say though, it was it was a fun visual in that last scene, seeing those fucking people like jumping out of windows to try to land on them the dive bomber like that, that was yeah that was that, that was, was cool. a cool badass visual at least but presumably they're wasting a lot of their batteries aren't they yeah it's a, <laughs> it was a
0: weird fit like yeah, yeah. are those people dying in their little pods now i mean this is a terrible well, I thought, no aren't
2: the guys that go swarm mode aren't those bots that they've put into the room like someone that one guy wakes up next to the girl and she's like what are you doing he jumps out she's a potter the guy anyone with a green eye I thought was a bot that they've put into this world. Because they said it was easier, it was easier than putting agents in. So they started putting synthetic people in there that are bots. Was is that what it was or is that not what
1: it was? Oh, oh geez, okay. that would make even less sense. <laughs> but I but I felt like like the people had eyes then that would then get turned on like like turning swarm mode on I, I like to somebody like though. I thought that was what
2: that's who, that's who that's so they put a certain amount into it, and then there's still real people in in the
1: yeah, uh, in oh, the pod and that, stuff like that. No, I think. Well, you've seen it more than I, have, <laughs> so I can I take have your more, work more
2: viewing it. over you. <laughs> yeah,
0: that, that makes more sense to me. I thought they were just taking people over like agents did. Like they would just switch people. Yeah, from, okay. Then that might yeah. be a whole different yeah.
2: question because I thought when they said because that's why the one chick wakes up. She's like, "What are you doing?" She didn't get turned. I thought it was that there's still pod oh, people, you're right. and then that they've inserted X amount of swarm bots into there, and then whenever they need to turn them on, it's easier than having agents jump. From copper top yeah. to copper top, they can just activate somebody wherever. At least I that's the way I, right. I interpret it. Maybe I gotta re- maybe I gotta rewatch this movie.
1: Yeah, go watch it again because I'm not gonna. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I think you're right because I I do remember something when the analyst was at Trinity's shop and mentioning that like all the people that He's surrounded like her, handler. her were like her were like his his bots or like his agents and yeah. not think, actual I people. I think
2: that's what they did. And so instead of making it to where a, an agent an agent can move through person to person and then they lose that person because once an agent goes in there that person's done they they inserted bots into that that interact now with their um everyone that's in a pot at least that's the way i interpreted
1: it no i could totally see that being the case there and there was a lot of changing in technology that didn't necessarily make sense like like i couldn't figure out how how they went in and out of the matrix now because they made that that mention about not needing pay phones anymore but you, and like but for some weird you know, the reason beginning they like jump mirror. into a void and <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't get it but I,
0: I think that was inserted just because pay phones aren't a thing
1: yeah yeah where are they gonna go <laughs> commentary <laughs> I mean,
0: cell phones are literally everywhere but i mean it had to be a landline before so I, like i that's not a thing anymore I, I guess they could find like a a hard internet connection those still exist
2: I mean, yeah, because it was yeah. cool that they kind yeah. of like mentioned that, hey, time's gone by. The tech is updated. We know the new Matrix isn't still built in 1996; it is in the year 2020 something. So, I mean, I I I get why they did it, but I do miss the nostalgic of like, yeah, that hardline phone that you had to run, race to before somebody blew it up. Yeah, <laughs> blow it up.
1: Like that—that that was stakes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like th- those are some real stakes in those old movies.
2: Yeah, so I'm um, old movies. Do you think they'll make it? You think they'll make a number? Uh, you think they'll make a number five? What's the what's the over under on that?
1: I don't think so. I, don't I mean, think so I mean, Keanu Reeves is out there saying it's not happening. But I mean, will they make it without him? Possibly. I mean, I think if it performed better, I think there would be a, a good chance at an HBO Max series. But with the kind of performance it had, I don't I don't see it. Yeah, it's a
2: that's a bummer because because I, I, number three ended whether you like whether you loved it or you hated it, it ended. The fact that they just yeah. ended it on this new one of them doing the same ending that it did in number one is like, well, shit. Now, now I don't, now I don't know what's happening. Now I don't know where this is going, and it's kind of it, it untook that bow, you know, off of it. Where I'm just like, I knew what happened once upon a time. Now it's like I'm back, I'm back at square one. The difference is yeah. I don't care what
0: happens after this anymore. <laughs> yeah, <I did>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, like, yeah, it's true. Like oh. after the first
0: Matrix, I was like, oh shit, what's gonna happen now? And now it's like, eh.
1: Yeah, like if they if they announced a new you know, the 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 next matrix reloaded equivalent and we see a trailer of Neo and Trinity flying around and saving people and stuff, like I don't. I don't think I'm that interested at that point. Even though I, I loved Reloaded so much, I just I've got Reloaded. Right. I don't. I don't need. I don't need the two of them being superheroes. Like it's. It's not fresh or exciting anymore. I didn't. I didn't want to see that at the end. Yeah. Like okay, great. Neo's flying again. That's cool. But I. I, I don't know. Like it. It. It just sort of took the poop out of it. Yeah. Because.
2: Because who? Who are you going to make that fights the two? You know how do you? F- what are you gonna do against two people that yeah, can right? do everything the one could do? So,
1: yeah, I mean, if they could bring Lawrence Fishburne back in a villain role, I'm Ooh, in. Hey,
2: they, the whole thing was based on digital imagery that you could keep changing. Oh, that was a question I had for you guys. So, the whole concept that uh, Neo, the way he's been hidden, is they kept changing his digital imagery, right? He kept, now he's this old balding dude with gray hair and, and nobody recognizes him. So, when Trinity sees him at the coffee shop every day, who does she see? Does she see Neo? Or does she see what the world sees? Because that was where I was like, okay, so she's falling back in love with this old sixty year old looking guy, or she or does she still get to see Keanu Reeves looking Neo? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and who does he yeah, see? No Cause, kidding. Because
0: she must look the same. She's not hidden for some reason. Right. <laughs> right. Because, she's because he still mentions- not hidden.
2: Because Smith has a DI. Keanu Reeves's character has this DI, but uh, carry on Moss looks exactly the same for some reason.
0: Or no, maybe she doesn't. Maybe she sees herself as the same. Because remember, she ma- she makes the comment about how she thinks she looks kind of like Trinity from the game, and her husband laughed at her.
1: Well, okay, but oh, see, yeah, see, so okay, she. I think that, she's that got to be similar. intentional. Yeah.
2: But who who do you think she's seeing when she looks at Neo? The old guy or the or the original?
1: I imagine she's seeing the old guy, yeah. but she's feeling yeah. Neo. Hey, you know what? I'll allow that answer. <laughs> That sounds about right. It's true. It's true love, right? True love conquers all. As long as that's what's programmed into their emotions, then yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a shot when they're
0: having coffee where you see, if I remember correctly, where you see the old guy
1: in like the reflection of his coffee.
2: Oh, okay.
0: I imagine that would be implying that that's
1: what she sees. Otherwise, why show that? I know the first time I caught the old man thing was when he was taking his pills, and there were like multiple mirror images, and I, like I I I caught it and I I clocked it. and I had to fucking rewind. I was like, "What the yeah, fuck the is fuck going is on here?" You know, and and that was still in the in the time when you're like that. That's prime like questioning what's real time, and I, I was so into it. Like I I wanted that uh, mother fuck. Like I don't I I don't know if it would have done any better. But if they would have just done a scaled down psychological thriller Matrix, I, I would I would have enjoyed it so much. I feel, you know, you can still throw in all your all your Matrix goodies. But meanwhile, you know, you're it's not a literal like this is what's happening thing. Like it, it's 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 all juxtaposed with uh, with is this real or not? Like have that question there the entire movie. Yeah, I feel like it was such a missed opportunity need new directors because otherwise you're just yeah i mean you're 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 just replicating what came before and clearly that was not what people and wanted. in a
2: sloppy kind of lazy way because i think that's even if we like I and mean, i like the movie it's okay but you can't argue that that's not just like kind of some sloppy lazy writing yeah. that we all got at the end of the day
1: yeah and and, and yeah i've seen worse movies this was <laughs> not the worst yeah, movie yeah, i've yeah. seen you know, like, like it was, it, it was still fun to be back there in, in some capacity. You know, I think it's just hard not to be disappointed.
0: Well, and the way I put it before was, this was my most meh movie of the year when I did my roundup at the end of last <laughs> I at, the end end a of 2020 show. My most just like, meh. <laughs> eh, you know, it was, uh, cause it was, uh, I think I described it as it got kind of lukewarm and just couldn't get to a boil. Just, you know, it just couldn't get there. So the overall trend here, then this seems to be a thing that happens more and more now these soft reboot kind of just a re like straight up rehash of original stories. I mean, you had it with Ghostbusters, you had it with, uh, you know, this new Matrix movie, you had it with the Force Awakens. Ugh. It seems to be a tactic now to just kind of dig up the grave, you know, do a slight rework on the plot, but give people essentially the same shit again, and it works to varying degrees. Like I, I really enjoyed Ghostbusters, even though it is the same fucking shit, and I don't want to have enjoyed it, but I did. Yeah. And you know, uh, Force Awakens, I was kind of mixed on. I loved this, it. Uh, you know, it's more on the shitty side. It is definitely a trend where it's it's more than just, you know, digging up IP. It's just it's retelling the same damn story again. And I don't
2: like that. Like, I don't want that to succeed. Well, at least when you're dealing with these franchises, because I mean, if I mean, because I Star Wars, when they redid The Force Awakens, like in my mind, that's the best one out of the three. Like, and because then it completely then changed. If um, what was the other movie you mentioned? Not Star or oh, Ghostbusters. Are you about, Ghostbusters? You Paul yeah 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 i I, I I haven't seen that one side i I can't i can't say anything about that but like they've got to start seeing the writing on the wall that if you keep doing this i mean star wars is star wars and it made you know billion dollars but i mean if you keep rehashing if you keep pulling the same water out of the well you're gonna get this this watered down version of what once was great and there's no there's no harm or shame in doing that like Pull from what was good and and use what works, but you got to add on it. If you're not gonna add anything new or creative or innovative or or stylistic or anything that's like that makes movies worth watching, and you're just gonna rehash something and then f- and it falls flat, then I'll, I think every big studio has to look at this and go, okay, well, well, we can't do that because we just saw what it did with Matrix, which was one of the best sci-fi movies of all time. If you know what I mean, yeah. we can't keep pulling these rehashed, you know, blueprint storylines. And do it without making it more interesting or bigger or or more intriguing, I guess, because this movie was just a pure example of this is what happens when you do that and don't add anything to it. It's gonna make you no money and no friend no additional franchise movies. And that was the whole, the whole goal of this was to make three more Matrix movies. Their their whole conversation was we're doing this so we can do five and six. You're not getting a five or six out of this. I mean. No, well, facts I'm, are facts. Well,
0: and thing is, it is it is successful so much. I mean, like fucking look at Disney's like live action remake thing that
2: they've been on for the last decade. Yeah, but Disney's the only one that can do that. Who else can? Who else can look at their old '90s cartoon library and then and then make a live version of it? I mean, that's the that's like the one of a kind that can actually really do that. Disney pulling it
0: off encourages other people to do it, and uh, like shit, like. I liked Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm not disappointed it was made, but I don't think it being made was necessarily good for film in the
2: long run. Yeah, I got. I, that's the one I haven't watched yet. I need to. I need to check that out. So yeah, it's worth. it. It's good. It, like I, I said, I liked it. But uh,
0: I heard. Yeah, I, I heard f- it's really I feel well, like Paul I Rudd's hilarious.
1: Like it. <laughs> this is, I just heard the ending. Yeah, is Paul weird. Rudd's the best in everything. Paul Paul Rudd is the, is the man. Make
2: him Neo in the next Matrix movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got something. We got a movie. Yeah, put put Paul Rudd and The Rock, and, uh, <laughs> and we Kevin should be good And Kevin to go. Hart,
2: and uh, I think we're good. <laughs> 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 we're good to go, man.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think of like a, an, an equivalent to this. Like, like if if all of a sudden they're like, you know what? Let's bring back fucking Die Hard. Like, let's take it back to basics, and they just like put them in a building again. And and like you said, like they don't add anything to it. Like I think I would feel kind of the same. I'd just be like, okay, well great it's John McClane except now he's older and it's not as impressive and I've seen this before
2: I think Star, I think Star Wars was on the right track they started off going okay let's let's do a let's do let's pull one out of the old playbook let's kind of rehash New Hope and because it's a fucking awesome movie and then this is what happens when you don't continually when you don't move on to the next one adding anything new I mean I mean in my mind Star Wars kind of fell apart and I didn't really love you know the two that followed that but if yeah. Matrix is going to do that, you know, Matrix doesn't have, you know, as big as the name as I think, you know, us older guys that love nostalgia, think Star Wars and Matrix might be in the same category. They're not. And Star Wars can recover right. after this. And Matrix, I don't think can. And you know what I mean? And, and because he didn't add anything, now there's nothing more to build off of. So, th- I mean, it, yeah, th- Star the, Wars the major, can stand a fly. Yeah, flop. Star Wars can take the hit. Matrix, I mean, you just got punched in the mouth and you made 11 million dollars. On, I don't even want to know what that budget cost. I don't even want to know what that budget was to only make, you know, 22 million in your first week.
1: And well, yeah, and, and box office usually drops at least 50% to yeah. your second They're week. Like, so they, they under probably weren't, uh, weren't sitting pretty. Yeah, I yeah. it was $190 I mean,
0: million dollars just to make the movie. So we're talking uh, a
1: loss,
2: huge loss.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't I include mean, marketing or any of that other.
2: Yeah, and so, distribution. I mean, if, if they would have done something that would because it, 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 we would be talking. I mean, regardless if you liked it or you didn't, if this movie would have made forty to fifty on a low end and on a high end a hundred, it didn't matter if it was bad. It's like a Transformers movie. It doesn't matter if they're bad. If they're making that, if they're making a hundred million, <laughs> yeah. hundred fifty million dollars this opening weekend, you're getting another one. It, if Matrix oh, yeah. was bad and, but made a hundred, it'd be a different story. We'd be t- this conversation would be about what's going to happen at number five, not. You know, not how bad number four was. So the fact that it made this low, low money—I mean, it's pretty much dug its own grave. And unfortunately, this is probably going to be the last Matrix anything we get. I don't know if
0: that's unfortunate or not. I think I was pretty happy (laughs) with the story being over. It's okay to tell a story and have an ending. That's—I—I don't have a problem with that.
1: And I I think that that is—that speaks to um, you know why Matrix can't stand a flop the way Star Wars can is because like. Imagine if *A New Hope* was really, really great and revolutionary, like it was, and then *Empire* sucked and *Return* sucked more. You know, in in public opinion, like, and then they came I out I with *The Phantom Menace*. Yeah, I don't think I don't <laughs> think *Phantom Menace* would have gotten a sequel. It's just *Star Wars* had built up such a a such a surplus of goodwill. But like, even the hardcore *Matrix* fans. Don't you know, like everyone acknowledges that that the quality degraded over time, except for me, because I because I love Reloaded. But, you know, I don't I don't th- like they really needed to blow it out of the water again with this fourth one for it to have a chance at standing because because nobody nobody's arguing for the third one being being the best. I mean, I guess I'm the only person in the world arguing that uh, that Reloaded is the the empire of uh, of Matrix, but.
2: Well, I what I what I meant was was making another movie based on your first one. Like Star Wars was able to do it because one, two, and three were were solid. And then and then when they made the new the new trilogy, they re they kind of redid New Hope. Like Matrix yeah. never had that never had an Empire in Return of the Jedi to be to exactly be, to warrant yeah that that number to remake number uh, number one again. So the fact that that's the that's the path they went just didn't seem like that was even close to the best option. It's like, why would you... Yeah,
1: yeah, it was a bad idea.
0: Was the plan to make a shitty version of the first one and then a shittier version of the second one and then an even shittier version <laughs> of the third one? <laughs> like, that's a uh, terrible plan. I don't know
2: who's sitting in these boardrooms, man, and, and getting paid to come up with these ideas to make these movies the way that they're they're coming out because uh, it sucks because all, I mean, all of us like these old nostalgic movies, we watch these and they're just getting bombed on, unfortunately.
1: You know, I... I imagine the, uh, what is it, Screen Rant's pitch meetings are not too far from the truth.
2: <laughs> I actually, I watched the one I actually for, just for watched a that one today. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I bet they're... Want to step outside? <laughs> I, I get some fresh uh, air. Uh, All right, back was,
0: Ooh, Nice. At least he knows that they're stupid. The, I, I think the people actually making those decisions, th- th- you know, legitimately think they're on top of their game.
2: I mean, you have to if you're getting paid that much money. I mean... The idea, I mean, you have to assume that, but I don't know. I mean, I just don't know how you get this to pen and paper and then go, I mean, I think everyone was just on board. I think like you were saying, John, is that as soon as they found out that Keanu Reeves was in the movie, they thought everyone was just going to be like, oh, it's a, it's a no brainer. It's Keanu Reeves. This movie can't be bad. Like every Transformers movie, but Keanu Reeves is in it. Everyone's going to go. Yeah. And then they just found out the hard way that that it's not, it's not the way the world works anymore. No, Um, especially
0: when I can watch it for free. Yeah. yeah, they gotta yeah. stop that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I
1: mean I I can I can say honestly, if I couldn't watch it on HBO Max, I would not have seen it at this that's point. That's the way I watched it. <laughs> I mean I've I haven't I haven't seen far from fucking home, you know, that, or no, no, way no way home. No way home? Yeah. I think I've been saying far from home. Uh, like that's number two, every I single think. time I've <laughs> talked about yeah, it. Homecoming, <laughs> far from home,
2: no way home. Yeah. Which is a great, great movie. and it sucks that they went against that, you know. It's anyone going against Spider Man was gonna take a hit but i mean even without it i can't imagine that it was going to make another 20 to 30 million to even keep its head afloat so cuz i think it came out in its like second week so i don't think it was eating up that much of its box office
1: yeah like like this movie needed to come out like in the beginning of or you know like the first big blockbuster post you know or post pandemic in quotes you know but like you know, when when they when people finally started going to the movies, just like drop it right then. You know, hits hard. People are wanting to go to the movies. You know, it it, it would have made a few a few more bucks. Yep,
2: and, I don't and, think and it would have done. any that's better what it, Reception. That's what that. it needed. You know what I mean? And it just didn't was wasn't able to pull
0: the trigger on that. Man, and a better story and uh better choreography. It needed a lot, actually. I don't. I don't <laughs> yeah, think that's so, all. It's almost it like needed. the little <laughs> things that they missed out on. Was is,
2: I mean the fighting? Would it change the game? If, th- if those fighting scenes were John Wick level excellent, then we might be seeing a different story here. It, w- it would have been like, oh, but at least the fighting was fucking dope. If the, yeah, music, if felt, the music was engaging, like the if there was more than three, they didn't introduce one new character in this, in this movie that's worth remembering besides the, I keep wanting to call him the architect.
1: Uh, yeah. The analyst. Besides the yeah. analyst. You know what he, I mean? Like they he's didn't not, introduce anybody yeah, he's new not that's worth, worth remembering conversating either. about. They're, it, it, yeah. it, it. i i really i enjoyed neil patrick harris in i this did I, I, I thought a, he was a lot of fun a I, new
2: flavor but i mean
0: he was neil patrick yeah, Harris. Yeah.
1: like he wasn't well he wasn't well written yeah but but like his performance was good like i enjoyed watching him on screen with his blue glasses okay how about this <laughs> to guys M- matrix five two keanu reeves's
2: Oh. <laughs> Goal? Okay, hold on. But what yeah. R word, what R word do we use to subtitle it? Regurgitated. <laughs> Matrix regurgitation. Yeah. I'm in.
1: Re- Uh-huh. reskinned. I mean,
0: canon-wise, like there at least in the Matrix there had been a whole bunch of neos like at the, you know, when he meets the architect, like he was like the, at least the seventh or eighth one.
1: Yeah, I think it was the So seventh.
0: uh you know, why not just ha- bring, have them all fight? Just all Neos Yeah, all time. And, and,
1: you know, get, get high concept with it, too. That, I, maybe that's another thing that was missing is that in, in the old movies, or at least, you know, they at least attempted in the first two to get high concept, psychological, and philosophical with it. Yeah. And with this one, you know, everything just sort of fell flat. It was, it was popcorn, retread, you know, love conquers all sort of thing like they they actually have love to the point to where
0: look at how much everyone's occupied with their phone that was like the biting social commentary
1: yeah yeah, because it went uh, went from being
2: like you gotta like i don't know how many times i've rewatched the architect scene like it's or any of agent smith's or any of the time he's talking with the oracle a lot of these times you got to rewatch these scenes and and like i don't want to say you like hear the hidden message but it's like you've got to uh, you've got to look at it and go they're talking Every conversation they're having is uh, is about more than what they're saying. Well, you know, all of it's kind of mm-hmm. foreshadowing or, or kind of cryptic. This movie, I don't want to say dumbed it down, but it was like they just tried to make it like, oh, video game terms. It was just like, oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. There was nothing more. There was nothing more to talk yeah. about after this. I don't I can't imagine one yeah. scene. I'm going to go back on this and be like, oh, you know, what? I didn't get that part. Let me rewatch it because it's like. you you said it, you said it as easy as you're going to say it where the other one, like you were saying, Ben is like, it was just so much more. There was so much more involved in it. There was so much more to listen to. There was so much more that was going on. That wasn't just the action. It was the story being told. And unfortunately, number four doesn't have any of that. There's no scene that I'm going to go back and go, Oh, what was NPH like talking about? Oh no. He, he pretty much said it in bullet time and how he made the, new, you know, I mean, there's nothing there where I'm like, oh, cool. This is a scene that's going to stand the test of time. I, I didn't get any of that number four. So,
1: yeah, like like writing wise, he was more or less just kind of like a Bond villain. Yeah. But, but speaking in, in technological terms, you know, but he's just sitting there, you know, giving out exposition about his plot.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hand over fist, man. <laughs> hand over fist. Was he doing that?
1: Well, I mean, I'm not upset it was made. I'm not. I'm not clamoring for my two and a half hours back. But you know, it's a thing. It happened. I've still got my, my old Matrix movies to, to enjoy. I want to see
2: when they. I want to see when they Blu-ray box at this thing. How much that actually sells? Who's going to get like the new edition of uh, the Matrix? What do you call a four? What do you call a four piece if it's on a trilogy? Quadrilogy. the, yeah, the quad. The quadology. Four <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad we watched it. I'm glad we saw it. It's it's it is what it is, but I just think it
1: could it could have been so much more. Oh, well, and it, it did spawn the term legacy sequel, or you know, it's like a legacy movie, but it is still a sequel, which I guess Ghostbusters Afterlife would also qualify as. Yeah, because it's definitely in the same world. And I
0: think I feel like that's a thing that, that hopefully this is the uh, you know its epitaph is written upon. The matrix Four here because uh oh
1: let's see what i don't happens think we need a lot that. of
0: those. i mean we're gonna we're gonna get another indiana jones and i bet it's gonna suck i know, <laughs> I, know you. I know you're james mangold is
1: in charge of this yeah. it's gonna I'm, be amazing yeah I i'm
2: d- looking forward to d- it d- not gonna hold my fucking breath for that but again it's 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 new blood it's a new director it's new you know what i mean like that's what's exciting about it i cannot it. It's, wait it's not another it's not a wachowski doing the same movie when they've been steadily declining <laughs> There ain't nothing new about Harrison Ford.
1: <laughs> I know, but, but you know, like hey, that if, it, if good. it was like if it was like Lana Wachowski doing Indiana Jones five, I don't think I would be excited, but like it's James Mangold. Like he he did Logan, he did uh, you know, early on Copland, like Ford V. Ferrari, I think was James Mangold. Like he's a fantastic filmmaker. Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. If, if it had to be anybody, I'm glad they got someone like a James Mangold and not like a Michael Bay or a J.J. Abrams. You know, even even though I, I enjoy J.J. Abrams movies like I'm I'm glad he's not doing Indiana Jones. I'm with you on that. There it is. Period. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I, what do you think, guys? We ready to wrap up? Uh, yeah, I don't know how much more
2: I got to say about this movie. I think I think yeah. we hit
1: it all. I think I've said everything I need to say. I addressed all my notes. Well, uh, Craig, Mr. Perales from Last Call Gaming. Why don't you go ahead and shout out all of your uh, your shows and your social medias?
2: So, uh, You guys can find us on YouTube under Last Call Production. That's kind of the banner show that we do. All of our shows, our main podcast is Last Call Gaming. Our other big show is The Tops, where we do kind of like a top 10 list of um, whatever the topic may be at hand. If you guys want to follow us on Facebook, you can do it at Last Call Productions. If you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Last Call, P-R-O-D-Z. And then Instagram is Last Call Productions. And if you guys are looking to follow any of our um, Last Call Gaming podcast, then you can follow that on Anchor, uh, iTunes, Spotify, and just simply type in Last Call Gaming.
1: Fantastic. Thank you, sir. And uh, to our listeners out here that that haven't been with us the whole way, uh, you can go back and listen to our First episode with Craig, uh, where we talked about the original Matrix uh, trilogy. And uh, we have much nicer things to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, <laughs> we had some kind words. Um, and if you want to find us uh, or get in contact with us, you can email us at email at com. You can find us on Facebook, Geeksploration the podcast page, Instagram, Geek exploration podcast, or Twitter at GeekExplorePod. pod. Or you can call us and leave a message at 916 ORCTURD is 916-O-R-C-T-U-R-D, and uh, talk to us about anything. We'll play on the show.
0: Yeah, and if you enjoyed this show or any others, uh, drop us a review on Apple Podcast, uh, Podchaser, I guess Spotify now. I think we got a review on Spotify, uh, but I don't have Spotify, so I, I, I got to find that somehow.
1: Oh, shit. I'll uh, make it happen
0: and uh and uh, we're a member of the geekly grind podcast network and our theme song is celebration by kevin mcleod of incompetech.com
1: see you later bye later guys